If you're trying to figure out how many computers or type of technology you need to do school from home or how to get computers or where to get computers, then stick around. I will address these questions in this episode. Welcome back, better heifers. I hope everybody is having a great day and everybody had a great week. My week has been very relaxing compared to last week. Uh, And this is primarily because of work and work has just made my schedule just all over the place. But today has been good. I'm just floating. Like right now I'm floating on water. I feel good. Last week I felt like, oh, I was drowning. Like uh, I was constantly drowning. Not literally, but figuratively. But yes, welcome to this episode of the Better Half Podcast. I hope everybody's doing good and staying safe and being, you know, doing what makes them happy and staying healthy during this time. And today we're going to continue with the COVID-19 back to school series about um, back to school, (laughs) you know, things that maybe a lot of students uh, are thinking about right now. People who are working from home are also thinking about, I'll try to address their working at home questions, but mostly I'll be addressing a lot of the uh, computer related question when it comes to homeschooling. well, not homeschooling, but I guess one can say that now. But uh, when you go to school from home, a lot of people are doing, uh, I've decided to, well, not decided, but their schools have done the hybrid approach. And their hybrid approach is, you know, going to school for half of the week and the other half of the week you're home going to school and be on a computer or uh, some people you know do have the luxury to go back to school full-time in person but there's a risk of course of you getting the virus and uh, universities and elementary schools and all these uh, administrative uh, education boards have made it very safe for students to go back full-time They've put in social distancing measures and COVID-19 measures, proactive measures and reactive uh, protocols to make sure that everyone is safe when they do go back to school full time. But for those of you who are tuning into this episode because they're trying to figure out what to really use when they're at, you know, at home, uh, what computer do I use? Do I use two computers? Do I use my cell phone and my tablet? Is it okay to use my cell phone and my tablet? Do I use my computer? Do I use my my cell phone? In this episode, I'll touch upon I'll touch upon all of that. So you're at home, and you're either going to school full time uh, at home, so that could be from nine to five if you're a high school student, uh, Monday through Friday, or if you're a university college student, that could be sporadically throughout the day, two hours in the morning, maybe a few hours more in the afternoon, or two hours in the evening and one hour in the morning, whatever your schedule is, you're going to need a computer. You're going to need some type of, maybe not a computer, but maybe a tablet and a cell phone, 
let's first talk about where can you get these equipment. So if you don't have any technology at home to help, you know, uh, for you to reach and connect with your classes, uh, connect with your students and connect with their, your professors, your teachers, then you should really ask your family members to see if they can give you, uh, give you a uh, technology, you know, give you a computer or phone or a tablet for you to use. There are also, if you're, if you're, if you don't have any family members or your family members are not able or willing um, uh, to provide you a new one or a refurbished one, if your own family members can't do that, then ask friends. Or you can also go and ask government um, programs, government uh, officials. There are a lot of government programs and nonprofit organizations that provide uh, free. Uh, sometimes new but most of the time refurbished tech or well, some of the time refurbished computers and and or tablets so you would then apply and then you would and this is of course if you're not financially able to buy one for yourself that's where you can then apply to these type of programs usually uh funded and uh managed by nonprofit organizations public organizations their government programs uh that are available for you to do that I'm in Canada, so in the federal government, there are some programs that students can apply to as well. There are charities that students can apply uh, to get a uh, new or refurbished uh, technical equipment for school. And what you do, you, you submit in your uh, tax receipts, uh, your income, just so they can verify that you are a low-income individual and that you cannot afford to pay for your own technical equipment. Now, once you get this, before you even get there, what do you even, what do you need? You know, do you need a tablet or do you need a computer? Really, it all really depends on what's best for you. And this may not be the answer that you may be looking for. Maybe you're coming into school with, you know, tons of anxiety and anticipation. And maybe what makes you more comfortable is knowing that you have a desktop and a laptop and a tablet and a computer all running, all they're available to assist you. But it really it all depends on what you need for yourself. So if you're a type of person who is okay with just a tablet, and there are tons of different tablets out there. There are tablets that have the capacity to, you know, just be a tablet. Or there are tablets that also work as also a computer. A really good uh, brand is Microsoft. Microsoft does have really good tablets out there that gives you the ability to use a tablet as a computer. It also comes with a keyboard. You can flip it and you can have the keyboard on your desk and the tablet facing you. And there's a little stand at the back of the tablet that allows you to use it as a, you know, allows the tablet to stand on its own. So that's an option. You, or maybe all you need is just a tablet. You can use a tablet to order your books and your textbooks and get your notes and even make notes by using a little, um, tablet um, wand and writing all of your notes with your hand that's also a great option as well 
and maybe by using a tablet that's all you need but there are some people you know who think that the tablet may be the tablet screen may be too small there are tons of tablets out there that are actually as big as uh, laptops now um, and even some desktops so if you decide to uh, use a tablet you can buy a tablet that's big enough for you now for some people they want the you know the machine of a computer uh, and there are so many computers out there and computers have now become so so very very inexpensive now um i, I believe prices have increased for a lot of them a lot of the uh, mainstream brands one of the inexpensive brands out there for computers is uh google Google does have its own laptop and it's really great. It's really great for streaming and really more for the basic things. Uh, when you come into laptop though and tablets, you have to think about capacity. So when you're going to school, and this is something that I know one of my family members have definitely had to start thinking about, that it's okay if I have a tablet or computer, but in terms of let's say if I wanted to download my textbooks or and download the lecture videos and download uh, all of the lecture notes what device then electronic device do I use to do all of that so what you can use is use a device that has the capacity the storage to do that there are some tablets that can but usually a laptop is sufficient enough for you to have all those type of classroom materials those lecture materials on a computer now a computer it depends on what type of storage uh, system you would like for yourself. I know a Mac, which is what I have, uh, sometimes can get some uh, quite annoying when it comes to storage because you would, if you used up a lot of the internal storage, you would have to buy more storage and then that become a subscription. And so you'd be paying, let's say, I think I'm paying about three bucks for storage every single month. If you don't want to be paying all that much money for more storage and a Mac, then maybe something like a, a regular computer, you know, like a Google or a ThinkPad or uh, there's so many other different brands out there. And I'm just thinking of some just on top of my head. Uh, the, the other computers that are not Mac, m most of them anyway, you can just put, you can be able to increase the storage by putting in a device inside the computer, uh, kind of like a, a USD card, and where you can be able to use a lot of the storage. And of course, you can always get an external storage drive that that you know you can use with a Mac as well and all of other computers, and put all of your materials on that external storage drive and get you know 50 gigabytes. 500 gigabytes worth of storage and that's inexpensive you would then carry that around when you want to you know pull up the textbook from that drive and look at it on a any any device right uh it may not work on tablets but uh external hard drives do have, have cords that allows you to connect with your tablet um sometimes it depends on the tablet and usually with your laptop and desktop Okay, so those are the type of the equipment that you could use. And I would definitely suggest that you guys, when you guys are homeschooling, try to get an external hard drive that allows you, that 
allows you to store a lot of your large items that if you put on your tablet or your computer, most likely on your, com on your computer, i.e. your laptop, desktop, because a tablet may not have that much storage, then uh, it will use up a lot of the normal storage on there and reduce your capacity to do simple things like surfing the web. So you can back up a lot of your material as well into the external hard drive, which is great. So this in case you are doing an essay on your computer or on your tablet, you can use your USB, USD card, uh, your external hard drive to save it there. Those are three ways you can save material externally. Save it on these drives and then you don't have to worry about it being deleted now it's if you're getting a external hard drive of course there are cons to it you also have to make sure that you're handling it with care when you're moving it around and carrying it with you don't uh, don't drop it some may destroy the files inside of the of the external drive it uh, depends on the external drive uh, it may destroy the the capacity your your capacity to use the drive. The files may be encrypted, and all of these scenarios you don't want to get into. So, if I were you, get an external drive, get a cover for the external drive, put it in a safe place. Do not drop it. Do not allow any liquids to go in it. Do not heat it. Don't put it in a hot place. In a kind of lukewarm, luke a cool place would be good for your external drive. Now, you know, I've talked about tablets and laptops. Of course, you can use a desktop, especially if you know where you're going to be studying, where you're going to be going to school every single day, and there's no other place that you will be, going to, will be doing your schoolwork. The great thing with a tablet and a laptop is you can do your schoolwork or do your work anywhere, right? It doesn't have to be at home. It can be where there's a Wi-Fi. So that's why some people would just want a tablet and a laptop sorry and or a laptop uh, some people would want a tablet in addition to a laptop because uh, a tablet is a bit smaller than a laptop so if you were if you're moving around a lot and you're on a train you're going to work and then you sometimes have to go to school you go to school in the evening sometimes you may want to for instance read some of the lecture materials uh, some of the um, maybe chapters that was assigned to you by your professor in on the train or on your commute that's like a really good way to get ahead of your schooling as well tip 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 <laughs> if you are able to do that um in between your downtimes in the day so a, a tablet may be too big sometimes for some people especially if you're going on a train and your face you're two inches from someone else's face so maybe just downloading the material on your phone you could, of course, go to school from your phone. And there are some people who are in the situation where you would have to go to school on your phone. And that, with that said, it's 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 really hard, right? Just to have your phone. I mean, there are phones out there that are that have really large screens and they kind of act like tablets. So for some people, it may not be difficult, but going to school or doing work from your just your phone alone can be really hard. For those of you who are doing that, I do recommend uh, that you increase your font on your on your uh, compute on your <laughs> on your phone and to reduce 
uh, the the eye strain of looking at small fonts or you know being on your phone for a long period of time i would suggest and this is like a really great tip as well to always print out your materials if you're not able to get an another um electronic device like a laptop tablet or computer desktop then i would suggest to print out the material from your phone and then uh read that material instead of just constantly reading the material on your phone maybe you can just read them you can print out their material and only use your phone for lectures only use your phone for any zoom calls and only use your phone when you're meeting up with colleagues if you're in a study group a video conferencing study group uh, that you have only use your phone for that and only for lectures um, video lectures and things like that and anything that requires you to read that requires you to do work i would say to try to uh, print it out and do it by hand or you can of course do it on your phone but it would be of course much very difficult or uh get an opportunity to use someone else's computer or desktop to use uh for to do school work on uh, while you use your phone for video lectures now this people might say oh my god we're in 2020 there's no way somebody does not have more than um does not have only a lot only a a phone yes COVID-19 has highlighted a lot of the inequalities we have in our society I am in a developed country quote-unquote and there are still a lot of people in my own city that do not have access to a laptop. They do not have access to a tablet. So they do a lot of, they live out of their phone. And that is common for a lot of people. And that is, and that is a life for a lot of people. So my tip for that is, I commend you. Um, and of course, to take many many breaks because going to school from your phone might be very difficult and giving yourself a lot of give yourself tons of patience and breaks along the way okay so those are the usual technical equipments that people usually do when they work from home um I mean, people can go really fancy with it. People, you know, the most expensive laptop, I believe, is a Mac. I could be wrong. And people like to use, use a Mac because of prestige, but you really do not need it. No one needs a Mac, really. No one needs to spend more than $1,000 on a Mac. Nobody needs to spend... Um, no one needs to get a MacBook Pro, plus an iPad, plus, you know, a Mac desktop. That is excessive you don't need that you need at least one of those to go to school but you don't need all of them so i just want to ease your anxiety that it's okay if you just have a phone it's okay if you just have a tablet it's okay if you just have a, a laptop and it's okay if you just have a desktop now, if you don't have a mobile uh, electronic device and you just have a desktop, that's good. That's okay. 
Uh, that means that you'll be doing a lot of your schoolwork from, you know, from one single place. That could be your home. I don't know where your desktop could be, but it could be that's the place that you'll be doing a lot of your schoolwork. And if you wanted to move your school around, move um, the, where you want to do your score because you only have a desktop then if you have a phone then you could you can of course also do um, attend your lectures or attend school from your phone read from your phone uh, of course also print out your materials but if you don't have a phone I would again print out your materials and that gives you the ability to uh, read and catch up on your schoolwork on the go Okay, so those are the electronic devices that people usually need when they do go to homeschooling. When it comes to working from home, it, it really does differ. And I'll touch upon this briefly. Working from home, there are some businesses, some people have employers that are able to give them equipment as a loan. I mean, it's not your laptop that they will be providing you to do work on, but they will give you the laptop so you can be able to do the employers, you know, work for the company from home. And of course, once we all go back into our offices and the pandemic has been solved, with which I don't think that there will be a vaccine that would be available and ready for everybody to use and people will be willing to use that vaccine anytime soon i have been hearing you know talks about a vaccine cdc said there's a vaccine that might be coming on november something like that uh but i'm we're not sure if everybody who will be willing to you know go schedule themselves to receive that vaccine right so we don't know when we're going to be going back home <laughs> going back home we don't know when we're going to be going back to work when we do end up going back to work, we're going to have to give back all of this equipment that the employer has given us to do work at home. Now, that's usually what happens if, you know, we're forced to do work from home, right? We're given equipment to do work uh, for the company from home. If you're not in those situations, I would, of course, schedule an appointment with your employer, with your boss, your manager, coordinator, what have you, and talk to them about requesting laptop or desktop to do your work from home professional worker from home if it requires you to have electrical electronic device if they're not able to do so then there are you know other ways to to get that around uh, try you you of course can use your own laptop and in some cases maybe the computer at the end the electronic devices that your work is giving you is not fast right it might be an older version of a laptop or that you might be using old software so you may want to use your own laptop you may want to use your own tablet it might might be faster and that's okay and that's great i mean you're trying to make sure that you complete your work in a reasonable time period and try to make your work try to be efficient at your job and that sometimes requires you to use faster equipment equipment that runs on faster speed so that is amazing so that's briefly on you know the work side of things but 
getting an electronic device, of course, is very important, especially when we're all trying to go to school from online now. School is now online, even if we do like it or not. I do want to say, though, a lot of the educational platforms that uh, schools do use, uh, like Blackboard or Zoom, uh, there are some some of these educational platforms may not work on some electronic devices some educational platforms may not work properly on a cell phone some electronic device some educational platforms may not work on some tablets so i would definitely suggest that you go and before school starts or before you start to use these educational platforms, go ask your teacher, go ask your professor on what are the preferred electronic devices that I should be using these platforms. Um, now, of course, if you have no choice, if you just have a, if you just have a cell phone to use these electronic devices, and let's say there's an electronic device that you there's a educational platform that you are that you have to use for school and you but you're not able to open it up on your cell phone or you're not able to use see a lot of the categories some of the information on that educational platform then i would suggest to go and um find a electronic device that you can be able to see use you know see that information to open up the educational platform if it's very important right if there is an educational platform that uh, that you get your lectures on or that you get your lecture materials like uh, lecture readings and you can't open that up on your cell phone then of course you're gonna have to go to the library or go ask a friend go ask a family member to see if you can get that uh, educational platform pulled up on there and look guys we we are in extraordinary times it is absolutely okay to feel that you're overwhelmed it's okay to feel you're anxious it's okay if you feel embarrassed or ashamed uh but you shouldn't you shouldn't feel embarrassed or ashamed uh, if you just have a cell phone look it's okay Try to seek some help and try to see if you can get an another electronic device if you really think that you really can't go to school from your cell phone. It's okay. We know that there are some people, you know, who are not able to get more than one electronic device and you don't have to if you don't want to. And there are people out there who know that and have created programs and organizations. There are people out there who know that and support you. Your school, if you tell your school or work, your work and your school will definitely will try to at least accommodate you. Okay, so those are my tips and tricks. <laughs> no, really, guys, those what I those if i hopefully i address some of the questions that you guys had in regards to electronic devices and schooling i think the number one thing though is to of course ask your professor and teacher uh, employer what you need to do your work okay now you may have the best computer but the and and um the platform for school the educational platform 
may not come up on that computer. You may have to use a different browser, right? So using electronic devices, there's Chrome and Firefox. And if you have the Safari for, um, uh, <laughs> Mac, I'm just, I just couldn't think of the word. And then of course you have, uh, there's a browser that's specifically for Microsoft and you can definitely use that. So some edu educational platforms can work on all of them, some of them, one of them, <laughs> you know, uh, this website I was using and it wasn't for school or anything, but it just couldn't come up on the Chrome browser. And I had to pull up a different browser and that's how I figured out that didn't work. Now, if you are listening to all of this and you're like, oh my God, this is hella confusing. This is hella overwhelming and that's okay. That is okay. If I were you, definitely ask a friend or family member to help you show you. If you don't know how to use your electronic device and you just got one, or if you don't know how to pull up your platform, like your educational platform on your phone, definitely ask somebody. Ask a professor, a teacher, ask your friend, ask your family member. Someone will understand and someone will try to help. Okay, I hope this addressed some of the questions uh, that you have have or had <laughs> and please leave a comment if it if this did help you leave a review on wherever you get your podcast and tell your friends your aunt your grandma your mom and dad tell everybody to check out this podcast your better half and my the email address for this podcast is actually listed in the description box wherever you get your podcast and you can send me a little email or a long email it's up to you i welcome them all thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and i'll see you guys next week have a great day and don't forget to put your better half forward bye now <laughs>